section 43 of narratives of colored americans this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org narratives of colored americans by abigail ma and m s wood zilpa montjoy in the year 1821 died in the city of new york an aged woman of color named zilpa montjoy whose pious circumspect life rendered her an object of peculiar interest to many of her acquaintances to some of these whose friendly notice she had experienced she more than once related the following circumstance being a slave inured to hard labor she was brought up in such extreme ignorance as to have no idea that she was an accountable being that there was a future state not even that death was universal until the sixteenth year of her age when a girl of her own color dying in the neighborhood she was permitted to attend the funeral the minister's text was man that is born of a woman is of few days and full of trouble he cometh forth like a flower and is cut down he fleeth also as a shadow and continueth not by which and subsequent remarks she understood that all were to die that there was a state of existence after death a preparation for which was necessary while here she was much affected and returned home in great agitation revolving these things in her mind for several days she at length asked her mistress whether she had understood right that all must die the reply was go to your work she continued thus exercised for a considerable time earnestly desiring to know what she had to do but had no one to give her instruction in this tried state the lord was pleased to reveal himself and impress on her untaught mind a belief in an omnipotent and omniscient being and that his law was written on the heart thus gradually becoming calm and settled her confidence was made strong in him who hiding his counsels from the wise and prudent in their own eyes hath revealed them unto babes and it is believed that she was from that time guarded and careful in her conduct she married and had two daughters one of whom was taken at an early age and placed at so great a distance from her that she never saw her after the other died when about grown and being also bereaved of her husband she was very lonely but under these trials she appears to have been sustained as was david when he could say thy rod and thy staff they comfort me she was a member of the methodist church and a diligent attender of their meetings as long as her strength permitted when she was as near as can be ascertained about sixty-eight years old the clarkson association for teaching colored women to read and write was established and when she received the information she offered herself as a scholar but the teachers endeavored to dissuade her telling her that she was too old to begin and she did not know a letter and her sight was so impaired as to require two pairs of spectacles she however urged admittance stating that her only motive was the desire to be able to read the bible and she believed the lord would help her adding we are never too old to do good and being admitted she was very diligent in her attendance and by great perseverance became able to read a little in the new testament and one with larger print being given to her she prized it very highly and would frequently open it and read one of the chapters contained in christ's sermon on the mount calling it the blessed chapter but notwithstanding her great desire to learn she did not allow her studies to interfere with her religious engagements and the time for meeting with her class being fixed on one of the afternoons that the school was taught it was inconvenient to her but as the school commenced at three o'clock and the meeting at four the hour between she generally spent at the school staying as long as it would do and then going as quickly as she could to be punctual to the time sometimes she has been seen running when she heard the clock strike and found herself a little too late she was industrious and frugal 
but liberated late in life. She barely procured a subsistence, and for the last two or three years, being nearly past labor, she was dependent on the benevolence of others. But at no time, however destitute and tried, did she lose her confidence in the power of him, who provided for the raven in his food, often saying at such seasons, The Lord has been my helper, and I trust in him. And when any favor was conferred on her, she feelingly expressed her gratitude, yet mostly with reference to the great supreme, for giving her friends so kind. At a certain time, a friend, being unusually thoughtful about her, went to see how she was situated, taking with her a loaf of bread. She found her unable to go out, and without provision, and querying with her, Zilpa, art thou here alone? She replied, No, I am never alone. My master is with me. When I awake in the night season, he talks with me. He has promised to take care of me, and he has done it. He has now sent me that loaf of bread. At another time, she said to a person who visited her, How good the Lord is. I have always something to eat. For if I take my last morsel, someone comes and brings me more before I want again. Her understanding failed, so that for several weeks before her death, she knew very little. But her conversation was innocent, sometimes saying, If it is the Lord's will to take me, I am willing to go, but I must wait his time. And he was pleased to release her, after a short confinement, without any apparent disease but the decline of nature, about the seventy-ninth year of her age. End of section 43